Welcome to Embrace the Musica. I'm Dominique Dines. Embrace the Musica was started right before COVID-19 and is meant to be a place where we can be vulnerable about our story, the good, the bad, and the ugly parts that make us who we are today as we are constantly growing. So let's embrace the Musica today. Well, hello, Embrace the Musica listeners. I hope you are well. I've been figuring out this new pace of being back to school full-time in person and trying to balance all the things like so many of us are doing right now. This new rhythm of posting a podcast every other week seems much more doable as well. So if you're listening, thank you so much for making the time for the short and sweet episodes that range from life lessons to interviews with other women much like us, figuring life out. For the record... Being back to school is exhausting. I don't know if it's the readjustment to post-pandemic life again and coordinating all the schedules for two kids and a family, or if it's just that I'm super rusty, as I talked about a month ago, being in a classroom again after six years of doing other things in my career. The PhD is still a fun endeavor, but it's also taking up some time and mental space in my life as I'm writing papers, forums, and working with other students around the world as we become better leaders in our fields. All that to say, I'm sure I'll be making a lot of noise about the research I'm doing because there's already so much I have to say about equality and the glass escalator versus the glass ceiling concept and so much more in episodes to come. So even if this seems all over the place right now, it's actually connected because specifically when it comes to gender roles, there's a lot of blurred boundaries or even non-existent boundaries in this world. And setting boundaries sometimes feels quote-unquote selfish, or so we've been taught. We can't say no to certain things if that certain thing is helping someone else. We do favors for people because we feel bad or pressured or think it's the right thing to do. We're often guilted to say yes to many things, whether it's in the home and who is folding the laundry or making the dinner, or at work responding to messages when we should be off the clock and with our kids or family or doing projects that we are asked to do, even when we know we don't have the time, but we are guilted into doing them. It reminds me a lot of the book, How Women Rise, that I read last year, and the common pitfalls that women fall into when pursuing leadership roles, one of which being we can't say no. We end up saying yes to just too many things that we miss out on what we really want to be doing. There's obviously a whole lot of other stuff going on, sexism and gender accepted beliefs for sure. But one of the ways to start making a life you want to be living and pursuing your dreams is definitely found in setting your boundaries. It's found in saying no when you have to. It's saying no even when it's looked down upon and not exemplified by your boss or supervisor. I asked on Instagram this past month for some common or key phrases that others use when they have to reinforce boundaries with other people. These are some of the responses. That won't work for me. I quit, so I don't give up, but that's internal. I'm a mom after 3 p.m., and that's a full-time job. I'll get to this tomorrow. Hi, this meeting has gone over time. I look forward to finishing it at another time. One person said, I run away. This is a daily struggle for me. Sometimes I physically have to remove myself. Weekends and holidays are 100% mine, unless I have some special project that I want to do. One said, I simply say, I'm unavailable. Another said, nope, can't do it. One jokingly said, oh, hell no, I'm not doing that. 
And then she later messaged me and said, well, I say that in my head, but then I say no, or I just end up doing it anyways. And I love these responses because they are raw and real and our gut reaction to what happens when someone asks us to do something that we either don't want to do or it's not even our responsibility. Some boundaries come in simply setting working hours and being super clear about it. I've been doing this now that we're back at school, and I specifically use the productivity tools in Gmail and Calendar that allow me to schedule emails to be sent during working hours and really try to use the 40-hour work week to work and not use every week, every evening and weekend to work on school things. Granted, I know this is hard as a teacher's job is never done, but as much as I can, I want to have this boundary in my life and I want to respect that boundary in other people's life as well, even if it goes against the grain of what others may exemplify in my workplace. Other boundaries are found in how you spend your time. And this new re-entry back into a socialized world, more or less, with more activities, evenings out, groups getting back together in person, it's overwhelming as there are now more invites after 20 months of being pretty much isolated. I'm finding myself having to be very clear about what my goals are. That being said, I'm all about relationships. Relationships are so important, but we can be careful in how we give of ourselves to others. Time is precious and our energy is finite, so we don't need to say yes to all the invites. Priya Parker, author of The Art of Gathering, talking or talks about the intention in gathering and getting together with other people. In many ways, the pandemic forced us to be more intentional in how we gather and spend time with other people. She also talked a lot about the misused time during the pandemic and forcing people to mood on <laughs> enforcing people to meet on Zoom in ineffective ways that were simply copying the old ways of meeting in person. So much good information is found in what she shares. In her recent newsletter, she touched on the re-entry into the post-pandemic world and the overwhelm and anxiety many people are feeling and experiencing with these new expectations. She also touches on boundaries and needing to continue having boundaries in our life. In my own life, this came into play this past month and having to say no to something that is good. So let me back up and explain. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that after we had kids, our relationship, also known as our marriage, suffered quite a bit. We didn't know how to handle keeping a human alive while also kindling the romance or even remembering why we liked each other in the first place. So one of the things that other couples advised us to do as well as our therapist was making intentional time for each other. It seems like it's pretty basic advice, but it is life-changing advice as well. We started making time for date nights and we realized that these connection evenings are so important for us. It's not all smiles and champagne every time we go out. In fact, as I shared this past week on Instagram, we were actually arguing for a good portion of our date night this week. So here's what I wrote on Instagram in case you missed it. One thing I do know is that life is brighter when we're on the same page. I also know that it doesn't always work out that way. A lot of times in life, we put band-aids on things, temporary fixes to ease the pain in the moment. And ripping off those band-aids hurts when we see what's underneath. Hear me out on this one. I feel like that's what happens sometimes in relationships. We get so busy that we put band-aids on things or quick fixes without getting to the bottom of the issue. One thing that helps is making time for each other. So now that the school year has started again, and it's oh so exhausting, we've got back into our weekly date night routines. Not that a date night fixes everything. In fact, 
As I said, we were arguing for a good chunk of our date this week, but we got a lot of emotions and words out that often get lost in our crazy schedules. And like the old saying says, sometimes it gets worse before it gets better. And trust me, it got better. Just being honest about the need to make time for the things and people that matter and never wanting to paint the perfect picture of marriage or life because we are far from perfect over here. So go rip off some band-aids. It's worth the time and the momentary pain. So in light of this episode on boundaries, making time for date nights is a boundary that we've put up or we've made for our relationship. It's worth the time every single time, even if in the moment we're not enjoying it 100% of the time. And even if it means saying no to other good things, which brings me back to the story of something I had to say no to this week. A few years ago, some friends and I started a small group in English in which we get together every other week to talk about personal growth in our lives. Sometimes we studied a book, sometimes the Bible, sometimes just accountability and support for each other, as we're all women balancing a lot of things. This year, the night that worked out for this Bible study or this small group is the same night that Walter and I agreed on for our date night. So knowing my boundaries, I said no to getting together with amazing women whom I love because I know that Wednesday nights are for us as a couple. And boundaries are made to protect us. It's where we draw the line, knowing what we need and what we don't need. Boundaries too often get blurred in our lives. Too often other people try to determine our boundaries, whether it's in relationships, schedules, activities, or in other areas. And some boundaries come in the form of saying no to certain relationships. Sometimes there are situations in that friendships can be toxic or draining or not healthy. It's important to recognize when that is happening and put up boundaries to protect yourself. I know that not everyone listening to this podcast is necessarily working or pursuing a traditional career, but I find it interesting that Harvard Harvard Business School talks about the importance of the people we surround ourselves with not only for our mental health, but for our career growth as well. In summary, the article from Harvard Business School says, when thinking about how to develop in our careers, most of us tend to focus on promotions, project, courses, certifications. We overlook one very key piece of the learning puzzle, proactively surrounding ourselves with people who will push us to succeed in unexpected ways and in doing, build genuinely rich, purposeful lives of growth, excellence, excellence and impact. How can you do this? By thinking about the people who inspire you, aiming for a mix of those within and outside your organization, chasing them if need be, candidly explaining why you want to connect, asking for specific advice on how to get started, offering them your help, having crucial conversations in the right settings, and exploring big life questions with them. So setting boundaries and being intentional about relationships is not only good for our mental and emotional health and knowing what we need, It's also good for our personal and professional growth, being intentional with who we are spending time with and who we are investing time, our precious resource with. That's one of the reasons I love hosting the Teresa Club. It's a group of incredible like-minded women who are pursuing growth, pursuing dreams, businesses, different endeavors in all different industries, but it's fascinating and it's so encouraging and inspiring to get together intentionally each month. If you're ever interested in joining the Teresa Club, let me know. We would love to have you. Another part of this here is as a mom, I'm constantly trying to protect my children, 
but I'm also aware that they too need to understand the importance of setting personal boundaries when it comes to friendships, when it comes to personal space, when it comes to how they spend their time. It's a fine line sometimes, but as I always come back to, with parenting, the best way to teach our children is to example a life that we would want them to pursue. I don't know if that makes sense, but as I've talked about in the past with leadership and following dreams, the best way I can support my children in following their dreams is being an example to them of how I am following my dreams. And I think the same can be said for boundaries in our lives. You are worth the boundaries. Figure out what it is that you need to protect in your life. Maybe it's the 30 minutes you need to yourself each day. Maybe it's the hike or the walk you need to clear your head. Maybe it's the boundary you need to be you need to put up between you and your boss, deciding that you don't need to respond to messages late at night or early in the morning. Maybe it's the boundary you need to put up to protect your own heart or time in your life to find a healthy balance and pursue you in the middle of all this chaos. Because friends, life is a balancing act far too often. It's okay to say no when you can't do something. It's okay to not work when you're not on the clock. It's okay to have a life outside of work. It's okay to do something just because or for fun. Not only is it okay, but you're also better off because of it. If you don't set boundaries for yourself, someone else will take your time, your energy, and your best self. You are worth your boundaries, so set them and stick to them. As I share every week, we are all works in progress. We are all figuring out this crazy life. I only hope that someone listening is encouraged and challenged each week by the things I'm learning in real time over here. And if you are, please share this episode with a friend who could use some encouragement and let me know how you're doing. I'm all for listening and learning. And now I'm back to some protected family time as it's Sunday and it's our day to play, explore, and enjoy one another without school or any after-school activity barging in on our time. Cheers, my dears. And until next time, with heart and humility, embrace la musica.